Hey fellow podcasters out there, I'm your host Patrick Tolchard and on this first inaugural episode we'll be exploring what ETAL is. So ETAL is the abbreviation of Ecotourism and Outdoor Leadership. So you might be asking yourself, what is ecotourism? How does it work? Why does it matter? In recent years, the growth of interest in responsible travel has outpaced that of traditional sea, sand, sun tourism by an increasingly wide margin. With some experts estimating that ecotourism now represents 11.4% of all consumer spending, these sorts of questions have become more and more common. And as we continue to see more negative impacts of mass tourism on beloved destinations around the world, the answers to these questions will become increasingly vital. Part of the confusion surrounding sustainable travel is the plethora of names being used for it within the industry. Ecotourism, a movement that began to take shape back in the 1980s, is the oldest and most commonly used word for it. More recent industry buzzwords include sustainable tourism, green tourism, nature tourism, responsible tourism, ethical tourism, mindful travel, conscious travel, pro-poor tourism, and many others. Regardless of what you call it, the central concepts that these philosophies share in common are that the travel industry as a whole should adopt more environmentally friendly practices, protect the natural and cultural heritage of a destination, and support local communities. With the United Nations designating 2017 as the International Year of Sustainable Tourism for Development, this seems like a great time to deepen the conversation about what ecotourism is and why it's important for future years. Today, ecotourism is defined as responsible travel to natural areas that conserves the environment, sustains the well-being of the local people, and involves interpretation and education. Education is meant to be inclusive of both staff and guests. This definition comes from the International Ecotourism Society in 2015. There are also some principles that need to be followed. Ecotourism is about uniting conservation, communities, and sustainable travel. This means that those who implement, participate in, and market ecotourism activities should adopt the following ecotourism principles. Minimize physical, social, behavioral, and psychological impacts. Build environmental and cultural awareness and respect. Provide positive experiences for both visitors and hosts. Provide direct financial benefits for conservation. Generate financial benefits for both local people and private industry. Deliver memorable interpretive experiences to visitors that help raise sensitivity to host countries, political, environmental, and social climates. Design, construct, and operate low-impact facilities. And recognize the rights and spiritual beliefs of the Indigenous people in the community and work in partnership with them to create empowerment. The easiest way to put it is, Ecotourism is travel that is socioculturally, economically, and environmentally sustainable to the area that you are visiting. It's pretty straightforward, don't you think? I mean, leave only footprints, take only pictures, and protect the area. I'm a huge supporter of this trend, especially if it is conducted responsibly and meets the criteria in Thai's guidelines. I was fortunate enough to attend a 2010 Thai's conference in Portland, Oregon during the first year of my degree. It was amazing to hear from so many businesses and trendsetters around the world in the industry. But we can explore that in a future episode. 
Now, outdoor leadership. What is outdoor leadership? This definition is a little bit simpler. It is my personal belief that every person, no matter where they are from or how they were raised, has an inner desire to spend time in the outdoors. This could mean anything from participating in an expedition to spending time in a city park. Unfortunately, society has developed the average person into someone who is no longer capable of enjoying nature on their own. That is why I believe that being an outdoor leader is an immensely important role that one can take in today's world. I've begun to see the importance for it as I've seen how it has related to my life specifically. I've experienced tremendous growth within my relationships of other people, as well as the relationship with myself as I have spent more time in the outdoors. Nature provides countless opportunities for conversations to start and for the bonding and trust through adventure with each other. The same happens on a personal level as one is able to look inside of oneself and really begin to understand and develop themselves as a person. Defining an outdoor leader can be difficult as there are so many different pieces that are involved, from backpacking to sailing, running camps to teaching about the environment, as well as countless different skills that people may find necessary. Skills such as rock climbing, backpacking, being wilderness first aid certified, and more. But skills like these are known as hard skills, and they're not what I believe to define an outdoor leader. While these skills are an integral part of being able to consider oneself an outdoor leader, I believe that these skills must come second. Most important, I believe the soft skills are the ones that one must have. The skills of being a leader, of facilitating inner growth, of teaching and of judgment, being a person that can lead others and being a person that others willingly follow is the key to defining oneself as an outdoor leader. I truly believe that what we do with an outdoor leadership is a huge factor. It is more about who we are that matters. Who we are as leaders, teachers, and facilitators is the most important part of being an outdoor leader. We are called to be the connection between people and their inner desire to spend time in the outdoors. So in a nutshell, outdoor leadership is more than technical skills training. It's a liberal arts discipline that combines those outdoor skills with theory and practice and interpersonal communication, behavioral science, counseling, and being a leader. So there you have it. Two great concepts formed into one big idea, ecotourism and outdoor leadership. Thanks for listening, everyone. Join us next time where I'll explore my story with ecotourism and outdoor leadership and the decision to follow my dreams of exploring the outdoors, a decision that completely changed my life and saved me from a very dark place. Again, thanks for tuning into this journey. And remember, adventure awaits. I'm Patrick Tolchard, and this is eTall.